Hey brides, possibly groom. Welcome to Apple Brides Podcast. And today you are with co-host Doyle. My name is Carrie. Yeah, this is the Apple Brides Podcast coming to you from Spokane, located in beautiful inland northwest in Washington State, which we like to think is a perfect place for a perfect wedding. From beautiful mountaintop wedding venues to orchards, farms, waterfronts, wineries, and historic venues, there's something for every style. So we're excited today to have Lily Garland Coleman <laughs> from Flowers by Lily Garland. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And I'm just realizing um, I need to add in the Inland Northwest is North Idaho as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We count, right? That's right. <laughs> I'm based in Coeur d'Alene, yeah. So. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So um, your business. I'm Lily Garland with Flowers by Lily Garland. Yes, that's my real and legal name. Um, I started in business about five years ago. I started my business in Southern California and have moved up here since and restarted my business up here and absolutely love it here and I'm bigger than I ever was before in Southern California. And yeah, I do wedding and event flowers. Um, so I like to say, if it's your mom's birthday and you want to send her an arrangement, don't call me. I'll refer you to somebody who does retail. Um, if it's your mom's birthday and you're throwing her a party and you want to buy centerpieces, please call me. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so I just do weddings and events. I don't do retail. I have about a 2,000 square foot studio I work out of. Um, and I've got a team of 10 now. Whoa. Wow, yeah. good job. Yeah, so awesome. I've grown really quickly and it's been a little stressful, but uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> so multiple weddings on the same day? Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Yep, so... Um, Right now, and I'll you know see for this season kind of how it divides out, but I've got myself and three girls that design, um, and then I've got uh, two team leads who manage bigger setups for me, um, and then obviously myself, and then the rest of the 10 are um, setup and delivery people. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what brought you to the region? You know, my husband drove through here on a road trip, and he came to me in the middle of COVID with everything shut down, couldn't do anything in LA, and... Um, he said, hey, I want to move to this place called Coeur d'Alene. And I said, Coeur what? <laughs> I'd never heard of it. And he said, no, I really want to move. And I said, okay, come back and talk to me tomorrow. You're crazy. So he came back tomorrow and he said, okay, take two days off of work. You know, take Friday off, take Monday off. We'll do a long weekend. And it, worst case scenario, we went on vacation and I'll never bring it up again. And I said, okay, I'll go on vacation. And by the end of the weekend, we were like, we're moving. <laughs> wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> and um, I think... It was two or three months later, we bought a house and we still live there and love it. Congrats. Yeah. Welcome to the region. It's a very brave move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't know anybody. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and we you grew love fast. it here. We're both super happy. Um, he works at the Children's Advocacy Center in Coeur d'Alene. Um, so he helps uh, kids in abusive situations through the legal system. Um, and I do the complete opposite wedding flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Opposites attract. I guess. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Lily Garland, the organization as it is now and how it's evolved through the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely changed a lot. Um, you know, in Southern California, I had one girl who worked for me who helped with setups on occasion and I pretty much did everything else. And obviously now we're a big, a much bigger team. Um, so 
yeah, we've really grown, which has been did your crazy, team so. did your team come with you from no, California? Okay. Um, they did not. So um, Heather, who worked for me in California, mm-hmm. um, she actually moved out of state, but she had offered to help me if I wanted to fly her out and that sort of thing. But I was able. It's hard to hire, but I was yeah. able to find really good people here. Um, I honestly am so spoiled. I have the best team. <laughs> Great, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's really awesome. So, what inspired you to start Lily Garland? Um, well, that's a funny story. So I actually have always wanted to work for myself. I got my um, first job out of college at Disney Consumer Products in their program for recent college graduates. Um, so I moved to LA from Baltimore um, and kind of hopped around after that. I was sitting at my desk at Belkin, the tech accessories company, and a really young age, I'd just been assigned um, to be directly responsible for a product category, which was rare at my age, but I was me and never happy. <laughs> so I sat there and I calculated what percentage of my salary I was making on all their sales, on all the screen protectors that I was responsible for. <laughs> and it turned out, like my math turned out, I needed to sell 200 screen protectors to make my salary like a month. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm not working for anybody else. <laughs> so kind of hopped around, tried a couple different other businesses. Um, my friend in Madagascar and the Peace Corps and I were importing baskets from Madagascar, handmade baskets. Um, that didn't work out. My husband and I started a goofy uh, beach-themed sock company at one point. Didn't work out. We didn't make our Kickstarter. Um, and then I went back to school. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in economics, uh, a minor almost a major in studio art, and then another minor in Chinese. Um, so I went back to school to the community college near me, and I um, they have a whole had a whole associate's degree program in floral design. Started taking classes and started an Instagram, and people started asking me if I did that, and I said absolutely. <laughs> nice. <laughs> kind of went from there, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know where you are needed, I, right? Yeah, I guess you know Just you kind of figure it. it out. So I, you know, I took the classes to kind of practice yeah. and take pictures of my work and that sort of thing. Um, found a mentor in LA. My um, husband's youth pastor's wife. Uh, Melanie is phenomenal. She does um, all of the flowers for uh, the Duck Stadium and the Anaheim Angel Stadium. So any sort of big event they have there, all of their restaurants. Um, so she's huge. Um, I you know bug her with questions to this day, and Whoa. she helps me out. <laughs> so found somebody to kind of you know guide me and that yeah. sort of thing, and figured it out from there. That's awesome. Yeah. So can you say anything in Chinese? Yes. <laughs> Pretty much everything. <laughs> Are you really? Are you fluent? Yeah. So I lived in Beijing till I was six, and then I studied abroad in China for a year. So when I was a kid, I was fluent, but obviously I'm not adopted. My parents don't speak Chinese, so I had nobody to speak to. Completely lost it. Um, started in college, thought it would be easy and come back. Did not. Was the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> and I was abroad in Beijing for a year okay. in college. Yep. Cool. Which is why I don't have a major in art, which I guess nobody really cares about anyway. <laughs> I couldn't get all the classes done in four years. <laughs> you got so, the knowledge. That's yeah. what matters. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. good. We'll say something in Chinese. Mm, I don't know. So, I, I always get put on the spot. Oh, <laughs> uh, so like my name is Lily. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> So what makes you different than other local wedding florists? Like what's, what makes yeah. you special? Um, I think that I specialize in weddings and events. So that's my focus. I'm not mm-hmm. doing retail as well. Like my time is not divided. But I think I kind of come with a very modern style um, design-wise um, in 
yeah, I think I think that's what kind of makes me stand out. Um, I'll take anything from brides from you know super specific direction, like they want something very specific to. Here's my budget. Here's my colors. Go, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can design the whole thing. So um, you know, I I did work in LA for a long time, so I think my style is a lot more modern. Um, than a lot of the florists in the area. Too. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed on your site that you have, you do rent the candles and mm-hmm. the centerpieces also, yeah. which makes you pretty special in that. Not yes. every florist does that. So interestingly enough, I don't know why, um, but in LA you're expected to do um, the entire tablescape. So not just the flower arrangement. So mm-hmm. I find a lot of florists in this area say, yeah, I just do the flowers, right? And then you have to come up with the rest yourself. But it all works together. It, it does all yeah. work together. And in LA, that was the expectation. So when I moved up here, I moved a bunch of my stuff for my business and I had it. So, I mean, why not keep doing it? So, um, yeah, I'll actually do the entire tablescape. So I've got, you know, um, the wood bushel things for like apples in the fall. I've got candles. I've got, you know, all kinds of stuff, pillars. I've got arbors. Um, so I'll actually rent my bride set stuff. So I stop at the table settings and then the, the linens basically. Yeah. Yeah. The vases, you, you rent vases too? Yeah, I can rent vases. Um, typically I don't because I don't, I don't mark up the vases all that much. Um, and typically, you know, at a wedding, you can take home the flower arrangements mm-hmm. if you, they bought the vases. Mm-hmm. So I don't love to rent, I will, but I, I don't love to rent them for that reason. Um, some of the larger glass pieces, like I'll have some pieces that people actually like sit under and like have their conversation under. Um, those I'll rent just because you, you don't want to take those home. <laughs> like yeah, nobody's yeah. going to use those again other than me. Um, so those ones I rent typically nice yeah. mm-hmm. so doyle wrote on here for us to discuss that why are there are flowers at the wedding i think we need to bring that one up <laughs> yeah. um so you scratched that off i did <laughs> so i have always been told that it was because people didn't shower and were stinky and traditionally they wanted to smell good so they carried flowers <laughs> so the groom's first impression would be like wow you smell bad <laughs> That's great. Um, but I have no idea if that's true, but I think that's that's what I've always been told. That's the best story so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she was coming down the aisle, you were like, whoa, <laughs> like, would you run? I, know, I don't know. Not with flowers. Not with flowers. <laughs> that's what eucalyptus is for. Yeah. Or lilacs. Yeah. That's really funny. That's hey, good. before we go too far, you were bringing up tablescapes. Maybe yeah. help anyone that's listening to this understand exactly what a tablescape is. Okay. Um, so I consider it like the whole table decor. So anything you're going to put on a table is decor. So candles or, I mean, I've done bushels of apples or anything, you know, typically you would have like one flower piece in the centerpiece. That's pretty basic, but anything that kind of expands mm-hmm. outward and makes it like big garland experience. So it could be a garland, yeah. um, if you go to my Instagram, I have tons of reels on this. So multiple flower pieces or multiple candles down the table, um, anything you use as table decor, basically. Cool. And that would be for the um, bride and groom table specifically, or is that the Ooh, whole reception? All, uh, every table. Every table. Every table. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> no worries. So is there anything special you can think about uh, that you can think to share about for ceremony flowers? Uh, one thing that I really like to do for ceremony, and I, I saw your clip on Terry, so I'm going to, I'm totally going to say the same ah, thing. I'm that's sorry. fine. Um, but I really like to reuse them in the, um, so take p- ceremony pieces to the reception. So Flip the wedding. The 
so you take the arbor pieces and you can put them on the sweetheart table or the bar or um, kind of around. So you can double purpose those flowers. So typically the arbor is going to be some of the more expensive pieces because it's just so big. Um, and I, I love that the brides do that because you get so many pictures out of it. The family stands in front of it to take the family pictures, that sort of thing. Um, but we offer, I call it transition services. I think Terry has a different name for it. Um, but we'll actually show back up and move them for you to like the sweetheart table or that sort of thing. So you can kind of dual purpose them. Seriously, I would have never thought about that. Me yeah. either. Until, yeah. yeah, you and yeah. Terry said something. Yeah, and it's, you know, I like it because it's like more flowers than they would have bought for mm -hmm. their sweetheart table normally, right? So it's it's like, the budget goes lot. farther. Yeah, and their budget yeah. goes farther. I mean, you do have to, you know, compensate us for mm -hmm. our, our staff's time to move this stuff, but it's less than the flowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, like the weddings that we've been at recently, if they have um, like a, a hoop or something up at the front, mm -hmm. it's got flowers on it and it's always there, but the photos end at the ceremony end. Uh -huh. Like the, oh, they're just oh, there. The yeah. 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 And some people move the, like the whole like circular arbor behind the sweetheart table. So you get more pictures there and stuff. Some people take them off and put it on the sweetheart table, but you can do either. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. I've Good. had people um, have like the hanging mason jars on the aisle on the chairs and then we take them off and put them as centerpieces too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Repurpose. Yeah. I love it. We want to give a shout out to our spotlight vendor making this episode possible. So let's cue up the fun and add some life to your party with Spokane Photo Booth. Everyone's looking for some engaging entertainment at their wedding. A photo booth is a fun way to involve your favorite people and provide you and your guests with keepsakes to remember your big day. You choose the props, then Spokane Photo Booth does the rest. Their dynamic team will be at the venue for setup, management, and keep your guests engaged throughout the whole day. Spokane Photo Booth has an incredible turnaround time too. They provide you with an online gallery one business day following your event. Spokane Photo Booth is on a mission to make your wedding awesome. Use code APPLEBRIDES when you inquire at spokanephotobooth.com for 10% off your booking. That's spokanephotobooth.com. Thank you again to Spokane Photo Booth for being a part of our growing Apple Brides vendor community. What are some options that brides could consider for their flowers? Oh gosh, um, so all of my quotes are, are custom um, and specific. So I have a questionnaire, they typically fill out, I'll come with a quote and pictures, inspiration pictures, design document um, to the meeting and kind of go through it from there. Um, a lot of brides in this area, especially if they're on a budget, just do like the personal items, so boutonnieres, corsages, bridesmaids, bouquets, bridal bouquet. Um, if, you know, one level up from that is they would, you know, add in the arbor flowers or the ceremony flowers, and then obviously the reception from there. Um, most of my brides in this area don't do the whole thing. Um, they'll do lanterns for centerpieces, or sometimes the venues mm -hmm. will give them something like that. Um, but all of my quotes are custom to kind of what they want every single event. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what are some customs that you're seeing now? Some trends. Yeah. Um, there's this new trend uh, with baby's breath and reflexed roses. So the rose, it's just baby's breath with like roses. That's it. Um, kind of popping out. That's really popular right now. Um, the copper colors. So like the fall colors, like um, on the cover mm -hmm. of the wedding resource guide that I did. The yeah. Fall mm -hmm. colors are super popular right now. Like for um, new time. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, I got asked for those fall colors. Yep. Um, and then 
I think the classic white, all white or white with a touch of blush. I mean, I don't think that's going away anytime mm-hmm. no. soon. So, yeah. You said, what did you say about the roses? The flex? Reflex. Reflex. So you take uh, like the it, petals take and you out. flip them outside. So they, yeah, they look different. It. Does, it, yeah. does it change the way, uh, how long it will last the rose? Does it change that at so. all? No, like, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, you're just flipping it backwards. Okay. People do it with tulips too. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. I had to watch a video on it. It takes a while. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that cost a little bit more than if they were just to order you know, just a simple rose? I, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe a little. But yeah. I don't think so. I, mean, okay. I don't think it takes that much time. Because you know, people don't realize that we're fluffing or taking off petals or arranging the regular rose too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a difference. I wouldn't work out for that. So are bridal bouquet styles changing at all? Like the bride's bouquets? Um is there um, any like trend wise the bride bouquet I mean definitely what I talked about with the trends before um I would say I've noticed having done flowers in different locations um that, that there's actually a difference um I think that in LA it's a much larger size bouquet mm-hmm. typically I don't know why I still do it up here but I get comments from people don't want it and want a smaller bouquet and that's fine um but I think maybe location wise there's different trends with that interesting yeah yeah, yeah. I never thought about that actually yeah I, I haven't figured out why yeah. I don't have a theory as to why but I, I've definitely gotten those comments and I I you know look at other people's Instagrams and pictures of their work and I've seen that difference which is interesting to me I would think yeah. that California would be more modern than here so yeah. like the smaller bouquet oh, it's a little bit more yeah. modern it feels like i don't know i i have no idea i don't have a theory maybe i don't know yeah. what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'm lost this is good i like it because i'm an artistic person yeah. i appreciate that part yeah but no one has a wrong taste no. you know no bride has a wrong taste it's like whatever they want to do mm-hmm. okay so it's perfect this is uh, maybe uh, going off the rails a little bit, but yeah. uh, what are, what would your position be for um, getting information from a bride? And I'm thinking specifically social media and Pinterest, things like that. Oh, for them so, to get information. Yeah. Okay. So organizing yeah. their thoughts in a yeah. way that you can see what they want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me personally, and every florist does this differently, I have a questionnaire and you attach pictures to the questionnaire. So definitely my Instagram and people send me my own pictures. Um, any other local florist's Instagram because we use different ingredients in different areas, right? Um, what grows locally is less expensive than what has to be shipped in. Um, Pinterest for sure. Um, you can Google all your colors, anything like that to get inspiration. Um, I think definitely Instagram and Pinterest would be yeah, where I mm-hmm. send people to get some ideas. Um, and I would tell brides too, um, Typically, I talk to most brides six to nine months before their wedding date. I'm one of the last vendors they book because I'm going to sit there and I'm going to ask you what shape are your tables because I need to know for design purposes what shape is your arbor, what color are your bridesmaids' dresses. Where's your venue? Yeah, and if you don't know those things, Mm -hmm. am I available on your date? Like, if you don't have a venue and a date, I can't really help you all that much yet, you know? Um, So typically, I I would say we're one of the last that get booked because I'm going to have those detailed questions, right? And I'm going to ask you, does your venue have rentals that you want to, you know, candles or um, lanterns or other things you want me to incorporate too. So. Smart. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good intel. I think, I think that's something valuable to, uh, in the planning process is yes, start early, but 
go through the checklist, make a checklist and make sure that as you do things, you're not jumping the gun on the, the vendor. Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. And I, you know, when they get the questionnaire, sometimes they'll come back later too. They're like, okay, I'm not ready to have make these decisions yet. Or I'm between six and seven bridesmaids. I'm not sure about that last person. So sometimes they come back later. <laughs> so in the planning process, um, you're saying to be that a floor should be the last, the last yeah. vendor to really be brought to the table. But um, One of the last. How ones. much lead time do you need? That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Um, I mean, I've done events with 24 hours notice. Okay. So <laughs> I can make it happen. You can pivot. Yeah. I mean, generally, um, I tell my brides, so I take a deposit up front. Um, and then a month before their wedding, I like to have everything finalized um, and take full payment at that point. So typically I, I would like at least a month yeah, gotcha. <laughs> um, and that makes my life a lot easier. Um, but I, I can, I've gotten crazy things. <laughs> Last minute's not cheap. Yeah. No, it's not. I have one, um, country club I work with a lot, um, in Coraline that it's, it's last minute. So yeah, all the time. <laughs> so That's I'm funny. very used to that. <laughs> I was just thinking of the, uh, the arrangements that you do. Um, so table settings would have a lot to do with how you would do an arrangement on a table, correct? Yeah. I mean, if it's the shape of the table or if they want like how they're going to eat, napkins, right? Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. If they're doing family style, I mean, that changes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that would be why they would be last. I never thought about that. Yeah. Why you would be last in the designing process. Yeah. Yep. I want, uh, would it be smart for a bride to um, contact you with the date of their wedding mm -hmm. and reserve a spot before they come forward with all their ideas. No, I don't okay. like that. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry. No, I'm just... Um, no, I, I really only like to take a deposit once we've agreed on a design. So um, if they want to contact me with a date and let me know in advance or something like that, I'm, I'm open to that. Um, but like I said, I have a team of 10, so I'm trying to take as many weddings as possible and not send them away to somebody else. Yeah. yeah I mean, it does occasionally happen where I can't deliver or something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to take on more business. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not trying not to send them away. Yeah, no, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. What are your easiest flowers to work on? Like, what's your opinion on that? The easiest flower? Um, definitely carnations. They're just, like, durable, and they can survive anything. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, they live and thrive forever. and look pretty. Yeah. yeah. And I heat mean, or cold. Yeah. And they yeah. last forever. So, yeah. Yeah. They're what's the worst flower? Mm. Or hardest flower, I should hardest. say. It's not ours. I mean, it, there's definitely some that have, um, in the flower industry, we call it a base life. So they have, once they're cut and then watered, right, how long do they last? That's a base life. Um, some have a shorter base life than others. Um, some are a little moody or temperamental. Um, so like the dahlias, right, you want them to mm -hmm. stay happy. Um, certain flowers like lilies, for example, like the truck classic lilies, not the calla lilies, like you want to time them opening at the wedding. Do they have a right? day? Day. And one day or two days or they're open? No, they, they have a little longer than that. Oh. They're not horrible. Um, but you, typically they transport them to the florist closed. Okay. Right. So then you've got to like, kind of like a peony. Yeah. You've got to kind of control their heat and their environment so that, cause you want them to open, but you don't want them to open too early. So you've got to kind of control that to make sure for the wedding day they're open. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, I don't get a lot of requests for lilies. <laughs> um, 
which is probably I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's your namesake. Yeah. I know, right? I, I've never done a lily garland. <laughs> what's the what's the pulp on the center of the lily or the, the pollen? The pollen. Yeah. That's okay, what it is. Flower school. Yeah, that, that's so horrible. Do you know what they call it? No. You're supposed to pick the nose. So you take the pollen out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I usually clip them. Yeah. 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 I've heard that's not a real term. That's just my teacher's term. Yeah. But the nose. Pick the pick, nose. Pick the nose. <laughs> oh, man. I love this. This can go a lot of different directions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so for the detailed oriented bride, what are some extra details that to think about? Um, I love it when my brides think about their place settings. So just like a okay. little sprig of greenery with the napkin, like they tell me how oh. they're going to do the napkin in advance so that we know where, you know, that sort of thing. I think that's just a little extra detail. It doesn't cost that much money. Um, that really makes a difference. I yeah. Guess. And even yeah. if you don't do a, a typical centerpiece or a, you know, a garland mm -hmm. on your table, that would be a really special thing. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I think it just makes a difference. Extra that extra thought, um, that extra attention i like that is there any details that a, a bride should think about before coming to you like i obviously colors and yeah. style etc but um yeah. like in the thought process of picking that out mm -hmm. maybe budget etc yeah definitely so when i when brides approach me you know i send them a questionnaire i send them a link to book a console and i also send them my price guide Sometimes brides don't look at that because <laughs> um, I'm trying to give them an idea of kind of what to expect in advance. You know, and there's a little math that you've got to do, right? Like if you have seven bridesmaids, you got to add up the bridesmaids' bouquets. Um, but I kind of try to give them a little bit of an idea up front because a lot of people, it's, you know, their first wedding and their first time doing this, their first time buying flowers, not from the grocery store. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that makes a difference. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Well, um, so talk to us a little bit about Coeur d'Alene. Um, what would make that, what would make Coeur d'Alene um, a suggestion as a wedding yeah. destination? I mean, we're definitely a destination place. I do oh, have sure. from um, out of state or, you know, out of the area um, that have either connections or just love the lake side stuff. Um, we've got some beautiful, beautiful venues out there. I mean, I, I love it. So yeah, I think if you're looking for kind of like a country setting with maybe a lake or water view or anything like that. Mountains. Yeah, mountains. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's stunning. I love it. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene is beautiful. Mm -hmm. No matter, no matter if you live in Spokane or you live in Coeur d'Alene, it's always yeah. beautiful over yeah. there. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, um, what are some topics to share that brides likely have never thought of before regarding florists? Um, I think a lot of brides come to me with the expectation, okay, this is the flower arrangement I want, but I would encourage brides to kind of think bigger picture, right? Like, are you going to put three things in the sun on the table? Is there going to be like a stack of books elevating the arrangement? Like, think more about the tablescape and what you want bigger, bigger picture than just the flower arrangement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smart. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. Any advice from your experience you'd give a future bride? Just from yeah. your experience, like being involved in weddings. Yeah. Um, advice. Hire a planner. That would definitely be my advice. Um, you know, I would, I would spreadsheet out at the beginning before you book anything, like what you're going to spend on your venue, what you're going to spend on your flowers, what you're going to spend on your DJ and just kind of add it up with a buffer and like, you know, so you come with a realistic expectation of what, what you're going to spend, what you want to spend, right? And what you're going to get to 
from that. Um, just looking at that bigger picture, I think, would really help a lot of brides either not spend way more than they're comfortable with or, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. Makes sense. Do you have any suggestions on wedding flower preservation? Anything yeah. like that? So personally, I don't do it, um, but there's a lot of companies that do in the area. Uh, Petite Pansy is one, um, and then Enchanted Cactus. She's a planner, but she does flower preserving as well, and they have very different styles. So um, if you go to their sites and you look up their work, you'll you'll know which one's for you right away. Um, but they do it in like um, they can do like a, a tray, like a a clear block with the flowers pressed in it with a tray or just a, a paperweight or um, really cool stuff like that. I don't, I don't personally take it on, but yeah. there are companies that definitely do that. Yeah. We've talked to Terry a little bit about that and she suggested that too. Um, I also wanted to ask you like for a bride who maybe can't afford a florist, yeah. do you have any suggestions for DIY or any advice on that? Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of challenges that brides don't, realize with DIYing it. Um, personally, as a bride, I got married about two years ago. Um, I did not do my own wedding flowers. I know how much time right before the event and how tiring it is to kind of take that on. Like, cause you can't take it on earlier and do it in advance, right? Um, you have to do it right before the wedding. And I know how much work it is. So I personally didn't take it on. Um, some people have, you know, parties with the bridal party to put it all together. Um, I would just consider it the experience you want. Um, personally, I had people from out of state I wanted to spend time with and I chose to be a bride. Um, but I, you know, you gotta do that right before the wedding. So just think of how you wanna spend your time. Um, and then I would also say consider, you know, hiring a florist for maybe part of it. So a lot of my customers will do just the personal items or just the personal items and the ceremonies or the arbor, right? The bigger stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they have lanterns or something that they're, um, venue provides for the table centerpieces or maybe even adding something small like a little bit of greenery to that right yeah which is a little more cost effective yeah 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 i would consider kind of going that route um i think if you want to diy it there's a lot of like youtube videos um on how you do like a hand-tied spiral and how you position the stems right um that's probably the most simple type of arrangement um that you you should kind of check out in it what's a hand-tied spiral so it's um you, the stems go in the spiral. Yes, I see that. I was wondering. <laughs> that's yeah. what you meant. Okay. Uh, the stems go in the spiral. It's kind of how you get that classic dome shape okay. um, and position them pretty securely. Um, that's probably the simplest because there's you know different strategies to it. Some of the bouquets, like the the one I did on the wedding resource guide, um, it's called an egg. So there's actually a structure to it. So. Um, I buy them, but you can also make them out of chicken wire, but it's, you know, an oval egg shape, right? Mm -hmm. That you're, you're sticking stems through. Um, most of my bouquets are done in that style. Um, if you're going for like a cascade bouquet, there's a foam holder that you need to get specifically for that um, to get the flowers to kind of hang down. Um, you can do the other types of arrangements with the foam holder too, um, but you need, need that for the cascade style. Yeah. So definitely do your research and look into kind of what's, involved in doing it yeah terry um, mentioned make sure those are covered if you use those make sure those don't show oh yeah yeah don't, don't let your phone show <laughs> yeah no we florists are very against like showing their mechanics it's just yeah. magic how yeah. it happens yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great <laughs> i had another question i can't remember what it was huh oh well, i'll come up with yeah. it 
my takeaway from what you were sharing is that it, it the bouquet has to literally be built 24 hours before the wedding. Gen generally, yeah. I mean, I think you could go 48 depending on the structure, right? And making sure we have it's a coronation, you can do it a couple weeks before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, your boutonnieres and your corsages, they don't have a water source. So mm -hmm. if people are picking up and I'm not delivering it, I tell them they have to come after five the Friday before their wedding date um, or the morning of. Um, just because they don't have a water source, so I'm not going to make them because they're not going to last right through their wedding. So. Do you bring in uh, a water source for all the bouquets? For, yes. Yes, you do. Yeah, so all of my bouquets come with um, a base with water in it. Um, sometimes you can actually reuse those pieces. You can have your planner um, put the vases, you know, at the table mm -hmm. for the bridesmaids or around the venue. They'll typically take that on. Um, but, yeah, they all come with a base um, and water. Yeah. yeah. Well, the boutonnieres you get to tickle, mister. <laughs> spray everybody with So them. I put them in, it's called a clamshell, and then yeah, I've seen those. I spray them with the floral product. Yeah. Right? But it, it, it is actually like a little steam changer. <laughs> yeah. So you're like totally <laughs> dead on. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, I've used it before, like for winter greenery. It's kind of like a silicone spray. What is that? It like preserves. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you wouldn't use it for wedding flowers. But yeah. I can't remember what that's called. It's, uh, I mean, there's a it kind of has a weird, spray yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of glory, maybe. Is that what it is? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It's a preserver nonetheless. Yeah. It's kind of, I call it a flower deodorant because it stops them. They, they like sweat through their petals and that, and they die when it's super hot out. So like if you spray them with that stuff, it's, they stop sweating. Oh. Yeah, I, I always forget the official the official name. I always call it flower deodorant. Does that Perfect. seal in the moisture then? Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Huh. That's what the spray that we see yeah. with us. That's yeah. cool. That's super cool. Yep. <laughs> so I guess um, the other thing that I've noticed um, from being around florists is coolers, yes. and that's a massive spend for yes. a full time florist. Yes. If you're DIYing, yeah, forty eight twenty four hours in advance. So recommendations. Most people don't know that a floral fridge and a food fridge have a different humidity and putting the flowers with other perishable items such as food, right? It, it makes them decay faster. So don't put your flowers in a food fridge with your food. So just keep them out. Yeah. And I would put them in a cool, dark place. Um, so basements are great, wine cellars, pantries, like anywhere, you know, they're not going to be blasted with AC, but anywhere that's cool. Um, if you buy the clamshells, you can put the boutonnieres and the corsages in the fridge because they have that hydration chamber and separation. Um, but don't put the, the case with the food in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. It's good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. yeah. I get asked that a lot if people pick up or mm -hmm. from venues and that sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So do you help people that want to DIY but can't find the flowers? Um, currently, I do not. Okay. Yeah, um, that's definitely a challenge for a DIY bride. Um, I would say the most accessible places if you're DIYing it as a bride. Um, in Coeur d'Alene, I would probably do Fred Meyer or Costco. Um, but you've got to be flexible on what types of flowers you want because it depends on what they have, right? Um, I like both of those because they sell greenery bunches separately. Um, and then if you're in Spokane, I would try Trader Joe's. They just do a phenomenal job of moving the flowers, so they're usually actually pretty fresh. Um, but there's definitely going to be, you know, you're going to have to run around, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, yeah. every reason to hire a florist, if you ask me. I guess, yeah. No, I mean, I did it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, Lily, can you um, go into detail about your design workshop that you would do? Yeah. Um, so, as a wedding and event florist, I don't do retail. Um, so, I have kind of an off-season, so most people in this area of Pacific Northwest get married. Um, May. May is kind of ramp up. October's kind mm -hmm. of ramped down, so I have an off-season. Um, so typically I host um, design workshops associated with holidays, so Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, that sort of thing. Um, they're just really fun. I kind of just do it for fun. <laughs> uh, but I teach you, there's a different structure. Every class is different, so you'll do foam or you'll do chicken wire or you'll do tape, um, depending on the class. Um, and I'll teach you, you know, walk around, show you my example, how to design with that structure. Um, and then there's kind of opportunities if you like your base, like your arrangement, you can, you know, purchase extra foam for me or tape or whatever it might be um, at the end of the class. So you can continue to make uh, arrangements in that phase okay. after those flowers have died. So does everybody get to pick their own subject of what they're doing? No, okay. no. I, so I kind of rotate you do the classes. Okay. Yeah, so it's all the same arrangement, all the same structure, um, and then I teach that. But I have a lot of people who come back and do more than one class, so it's, mm -hmm. it's different every time. Is basically. that available on your website? Do you have that all yeah. on there? Yeah, okay. so right now I'm doing a Valentine's Day class. It's at the Jack, the Jacqueline Art Center in Post Falls. Um, super gorgeous venue. Um, and then the tickets are for sale on Eventbrite. There's a link on my website if you head there. Um, if you want to take your Valentine on a nice Valentine's Day date, guys, I'm always encouraging them. <laughs> it's a great idea. I love it. Don't just buy your flowers. <laughs> so what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I don't know. I always have to celebrate on the wrong day. <laughs> I'm actually freelancing for Terry. Oh, right. awesome. I'm frozen blossom. Yeah. I'm helping her out. I don't do everyday arrangements, so she needed extra help. So that's great. so cool. Yeah. But for your event for Valentine's oh, Day. What am I doing? Yeah. What's oh, your I haven't decided. <laughs> yeah. It's a surprise. It's normally pink and red and Valentine's Day themed in color. Yeah. So, so it's more of a just an actual centerpiece usually that you do? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's always a centerpiece pieces um so you put it on your kitchen counter or you know for christmas or thanksgiving i do like a longer centerpiece for like a big table that sort of thing cool. um yeah yeah hmm. might have to sign me up <laughs> yeah that sounds fun yeah it is i mean i i was really surprised when i did it how many people were repeat customers do couples like come that. in or is it usually women what's your i've never had a guy i'm sorry yeah. i keep trying i i do i like you trying i don't know what to say <laughs> i'm trying know. to get the guys i'm in <laughs> like i was a show handing out my flyer every guy this is your dream valentine's day date nobody signed up <laughs> i'm in Good. I, I'll, I'll take one for the team guys <laughs> yeah i've literally never had a guy i try so hard i try to hire guys too because like the arbors you're like what it's heavy yeah, yeah. 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 no no <laughs> just that's just that's the choice <laughs> <laughs> Well, grooms are in their best shape ever, right? So yeah, I guess. They're <laughs> eager to help. So tell us what your most notable project is. I, from oh LA gosh. to Coeur d'Alene, whatever, is just excited to hear. What or in California. Yeah. I did these, um, did a couple huge events at Glasser this year. So I did, it was a classical piano concert and I did these like six foot tall, like clouds floating oh. at the front of the stage. Oh. That was gorgeous. Um, I'm a little bit of a social media addict, but I got like 30,000 views on Instagram. I was like, oh, 
like so excited. Um, so you can go watch my my Instagram video on the event if you want to. Um, they rented like a million dollar piano and there was like 20 people. It was nerve wracking. I was like, I'm glad I don't have to touch the piano. Um, and then I did um, a really cool murder mystery party there as well. Whoa. Um, with like big tropical kind of like 70s with the big um, ostrich feathers and stuff too. So that was really fun. Um, i trying to think. Is there a glass onion involved? No glass onion. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? I, I, it's a new, new thing out on Netflix, and oh. it was a murder mystery. Oh, like on an onion. island. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Carrie doesn't get any of that. Clearly, this will be edited out. <laughs> oh, no. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> so, what were your what was the clouds made out of? What did you do for your flowers? Babies, on that? It's a modern style with the baby's breath and the roses. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Pretty. Yeah. So baby's breath really is making a comeback. It is. I don't know how I feel about it, but it is. (laughs) My understanding is it's not as easy to get and it's more expensive than it used to be. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe in North Idaho they have it. (laughs) I don't think it grows in North Idaho. (laughs) I don't either. I don't think it does. (laughs) But Huckleberry does. Yeah, I know. I saw that on your website. Yeah. Um, Do you do work with Huckleberry? Yes, the greenery. Yeah. Yeah, the greenery. That's cool. That's very unique. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I like it. Yeah. Hmm, Huckleberries is a North Idaho staple. I guess, yeah. totally. Schweitzer Mountain. Yeah, and it's her dog's name. It is my dog's Golden name. Golden Doodle. I did my research. You did your research. I did. I gotta update that. I have two now. I gotta update it. I don't think it says I have a second dog. Oh, yeah. We probably should mention. Your Are they both named Huckleberry? No, just one. <laughs> the other one came with a name. She's a service dog for my husband's job. So oh, cool. She's a professional kid cuddler. Oh, Literally, nice. she snuggles That's baby children. <laughs> wow. And she can like sit on the stand with them at court. She was on the front page of the newspaper, the Corling Press, recently. Wow. <laughs> Her name is Lucy, though. She came with a name. <laughs> I didn't choose it. <laughs> okay, so we're looking at the wedding resource guide from yeah. 2023 here. And uh, we just found out your photos on the front page. It is. And my flowers. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's at Camden Ranch. Uh, Lisa from Cloud9 is the dress, Tuxedo Gallery is the tux. Um, Lisa Michelle coordinated. Yeah. Like awesome. And uh, oh, and Luba took the picture. Sorry. Almost Wait, who, was the dr- who did your dress? Cloud9. Cloud9. Cloud Cloud okay. Yeah, Lisa's person. And that's your bouquet. Yeah, I mean, it's very was, big. Yeah, well, yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm making a statement. And it's got the copper. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did follow really pretty. Uh, and it, the cool thing about that bouquet is that I didn't do any greenery in it. Yeah, so I like that. I, I tried to go for a little something that would stand out a little bit. So, yeah, there's actually no greenery, it's all flowers. It's cool. And there is foliage in it. Is that, it, it, it yeah. is. It's dyed. Sorry. No okay. green gotcha. Maybe I should say that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Dyed in preserved greenery. It's colorful. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Where can people get this? Um, so I'm giving away them at all of the bridal shows. Um, so there's two more coming up. This past weekend was the Spokane Wedding Expo. Then there's the post-fall show on, I think it's the 21st, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then the last weekend of the month, the 28th and 29th, is Tammy Snyder's Bridal Fest. <laughs> so they'll be at the doors there. Um, if you guys want a copy, you can message me and I will mail you one. Um, either on social media or you can email me through my website. Um, and I think they're at all the bridal um shops in the area too okay yeah i think there are bakeries and florists oh yeah they're around yeah, anybody who has a retail store yeah you'll see these things yeah it's very useful it's yeah. it helps you find 
vendors and things like that, just like Apple Brides. We live online, this lives in a hardback yes, magazine. Yes, yes, you guys are very <laughs> cool and modern. <laughs> awesome, well, so tell us where a couple, a bride could find you for information about Lily Garland. Uh, definitely my website, www.lilygarland.com. Um, I mentioned I'm an Instagram theme, so it's Flowers by Lily Garland. And then on Facebook, it's Flowers by Lily Garland um, as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're seeing this on Instagram, we have obviously tagged you in the photo. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out her Instagram. That's beautiful. Thank There's never-ending inspiration. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll be featuring some of your weddings from last year on our real weddings. Awesome. So that'll be exciting. I just remembered a quote I found on your okay. website. It reminds me of your bouquet on the cover here. It says, we brighten the world one bouquet at a time. I love that. Yes. There's a lot of things I do for my my company, but I don't write. And so my husband wrote Here my copy. Wow. <laughs> but it does yeah. actually, it does refer to even your bouquet. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You came up with a new slogan too. It's, it's in my head. It's bold, bright, beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool. Super. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Anything else you'd like to add before we? No, I think that's it. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. yeah. So just a quick shout out here for all of you guests that are listening. We welcome your requests for topics and interviews or to ask any questions we can answer. Just simply send an email to podcast at applebrides.com. And if you're a vendor interested in getting your business noticed in front of thousands of new brides every year, consider advertising our wet, your wedding business on applebrides.com and our other platforms. You can find us on our website at applebrides.com and more social media everywhere at applebrides. Well, thank you, Lily. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. All right, that wraps it up. All right, yeah, we'll catch you all on the next episode. All right, thanks. Awesome.